Welcome to Unchained, the radio program which addresses the challenges facing Christians today with short, pithy presentations, presenting a vigorous defense for Christianity's claim that the Holy Bible is God's inspired word. This series deconstructs the arguments of evolutionists, anti-theists, atheists, and other enemies of the Holy Bible. Here is your host, Pastor Rod Anderson. I'm Rod Anderson. Today I want to share with you an amazing Bible prophecy against the world's oldest country, Egypt. It was written over 2,600 years ago, but despite that, we have recorded history which testifies to its ongoing fulfillment. And today we are witnesses that Egypt has become what God said it would 2,600 years ago. Let's go back now. When God's prophets Isaiah, Jeremiah and Ezekiel lived, about 750 to 550 BC, Egypt was then so ancient that she boasted a longer unbroken line of kings than did any nation on earth. To the prophet Ezekiel, the settling of Egypt was as ancient to him as the beginning of the Christian religion is to us. Egypt was known as the granary of the world, eminent in science, in the arts, in luxury and magnificence, a leader of civilization and engineering. Nevertheless, at a time when all other men would have predicted for her unending prosperity, God's prophet Ezekiel and Isaiah prophesied Egypt's ruin. Let me read a little of these amazing prophecies, first from Ezekiel chapter 28, and, uh, 28, 29 and 30. The land of Egypt shall be desolate and waste, and they shall know that I am the Lord, because he has said, the river is mine and I have made it. There shall be a base nation, there shall be a base kingdom, it shall be the basest of the kingdoms, neither shall it exalt itself any more above the nations, for I will diminish them, that they shall no more rule over the nations. The pride of her power shall come down, and they shall be desolate in the midst of the countries that are desolate, and her cities shall be in the midst of cities that are wasted. I shall make the land of Egypt desolate, and the country shall be destitute, that whereof it was full. I will sell the land into the hand of the wicked, and I will make the land waste, and all that is therein by the hand of strangers. I, the Lord, have spoken it, and there shall be no more a prince in the land of Egypt." It is fascinating to me when you study Bible prophecies of other nations and cities, what you discover. The prophecies pronouncing the doom of Egypt and Chaldea and Babylonia was a utter distinction, but not so the fate of Egypt. The inexorable decree was one of recurrent baseness and decline. It was to continue as a nation, but it was no longer to rule. It was to be ruled by cruel strangers. The prophecy said Egypt would be desolate in the midst of countries that are desolate and her cities shall be in the midst of cities that are wasted. We only have to consider the condition of Egypt 600 years later around the time of Jesus Christ to see that this prophecy could not have been the result of mere human foresight. In the time of Christ, there was nothing to indicate that the day of Egypt was past forever. She was still incredibly fertile, productive and powerful. 
In 641 AD, when the Muslims laid siege to Egypt's Alexandria, the country of Egypt was still rich. And to give you an idea of the city's strength, that is Alexandria, the Muslim siege lasted 14 months and the burning of the famous Alexandrian library was a world calamity. Its destruction supplied the Arabs with fuel for their fires for six months. While the prophecy may seem slow to be fulfilled, it has been certain the decline, though gradual, has been continuous. I want to read from historians and scholars from the last 300 years. Firstly, Edward Gibbon, who lived in the 1700s. He was an Oxford scholar, historian and agnostic. And he wrote of Egypt in his monumental work, The Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire. He says, A more unjust and absurd constitution cannot be devised than that which condemns the natives of a country to perpetual servitude under the arbitrary dominion of strangers and slaves. Yet such has been the state of Egypt about 500 years. Now a quote from the 18th century historian Constantine Francois Volney, who documented his adventures through the Levant in a book called Travels Through Syria and Egypt. This is his eyewitness account of Egypt in the late uh, 1700s. Such is the state of Egypt, deprived 2,300 years ago of her natural proprietors. She has seen her fertile fields successively a prey to Persians, the Macedonians, the Romans, the Greeks, the Arabs and the Georgians. And at length, the race of Tartars, distinguished by the name of Ottoman Turks, the Mamluks, purchased as slaves and introduced as soldiers, soon usurped the power and elected a leader. Their system of oppression is methodical. Everything the traveller sees or hears reminds him he is in the country of slavery and tyranny. After visiting Egypt a number of years ago and reflecting on what has happened since 2011 with the impeachment, or should I say the coup d'etat, of Hosni Mubarak, the nation has fallen into complete anarchy and Egypt's decline continues. She's becoming exactly what the prophets said she would become, the basest of kingdoms ruled by the hand of cruel strangers. And note this, not until modern times could the amazing accuracy of this prophecy be appreciated. Imagine if God's prophets had prophesied the utter destruction of Egypt as they did to Babylonia or Assyria. How jubilant would the agnostics, atheists and antitheists be today? But no, God's prophets said Egypt would become a base nation, a lone nation. And for many years now, Egypt has been dependent upon U.S. money to prop it up, of which most of it goes into spending for the military spending. Next to none reaches her teeming, impoverished millions that haunt her cities. Also, Egypt is ruled by strangers, as the prophecy said, Muslims to be accurate, who themselves have great fear for the continual decline of Egypt. This is from Al Jazeera, the Middle East news broadcaster, who expects the nation to fall the further fail and to descend into further problems. And I quote, In a speech marking the Prophet Muhammad's birthday last month, the Egyptian president Abdul Fattah al-Sisi warned critics not to hold protests on January 25, the fifth anniversary on the 2011 popular uprising, saying a new revolt could destroy the country. 
Why am I hearing calls for another revolution? Why do you want to ruin Egypt? I came by your will and your choice and not despite it, Sisi told the hand-picked audience of politicians, media pundits and members of Egypt's newly elected parliament. Sisi's words, greeted by a roar of applause, revealed the regime's fear fear that another popular uprising may be brewing. The situation today in in Egypt is it has exactly the same sort of government system that the Egyptian people rejected under Mubarak, and and the Sisi government is far more repressive than Mubarak ever was. That's Al Jazeera, January 2016. Such is the lot of Egypt, one of continual debasement. And even though these prophecies were written 2,600 years ago, God told the world this would be the fate of the most powerful nation of the day. And today we are seeing the continual abasement and decline of Egypt, just as the prophecy said. If you stay in YouTube and type in my name and the title Seven Mind-Blowing Prophecies, you will come across a presentation that focuses on the amazing reality of Bible prophecy, again proving that the Bible is God's inspired word. Further to that, I want you to have a 25-part series of Bible reading guides called The Orchard Faith of Jesus Status, which will bring the Bible alive for you in a remarkable way. And all you have to do to receive them is send me an email with your name, postal address and phone number to info at theorchardmelbourne.org.au that is info at theorchardmelbourne.org.au or go to our website theorchardmelbourne.org.au and go to the tab mark contact us follow the prompts and you will have them in no time at all our time has run out for now but i look forward to being with you next time remember the truth has nothing to fear from investigation i'm rod anderson goodbye for now You have been listening to Unchained. We look forward to your company here next time on 3ABN Australia Radio as we continue this series with Pastor Rod Anderson. Give me the Bible, sorrowful and to cheer the wonder, alone and tempest No storm can hide that peaceful radiance beam. Since Jesus came to seek and save the lost, give me the Bible, holy message shining. Thy light shall guide me in the narrow way. Precept and promise, law and law combining, till night shall vanish in eternal day. Give me the Bible when my heart is broken, when sin and grief have filled my soul with fear. Give me the precious words by Jesus spoken, hold a face lamp to show my Savior near. Give me the Bible, holy message shining, thy light shall guide me in the narrow Precept and promise, long love combining, till night shall vanish in eternal day. Give me the Bible, all my steps enlightened, 
Teach me the danger of these realms below, that lamp of safety o'er the gloom shall brighten, that light along the path of peace can show. Give me the Bible, holy message shining, thy light shall guide me in the narrow way, precept and promise, Lord. Thank you, Fountain View Academy, for that beautiful song, Give Me the Bible. Coming up next, we have Christian edition, I Know That You Care. Jesus, lover of my soul. 